cutting right back in. Hey, hey world, we are back. My name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. You guys are listening to the podcast that's going to save the world one episode at a time. The Carolyn and Joe Show. My name is Joe Carabam, I'm a filmmaker, a photographer, a writer, a musician. But today, I'm one of those things that people do, talking to a mic every single day of the, of the year. <laughs> I am a podcaster. And across from me, one of the, the front runners, one of the the one of the the trailblazers one of the people that started this pod sember thing with me is the greatest cartoonist in the world carolyn bolesky how you doing carolyn hey guys i don't know if i can say that i'm the greatest cartoonist in the world but you can say it i'm saying it i'm calling (laughs) it right now i feel like i'm not productive enough to be like i i try my hardest to make the time for it but you know there are some people that can dedicate more time to the cartooning i wish i could do more but maybe that should be my resolution in 2018 to scrap together whatever other free time i have because i don't have that much free time at all but whatever i whenever i do have free time it always goes towards making art or some type of creative project so so let's cut to the chase yes 2017 this is pod simber number 30 Wow, so we only our have last, this episode and then one more. Yeah, our last one is tomorrow. This is our second to last one. So we've been waiting, I guess, 30, yeah, 30 episodes, 29 episodes to get to this recap, I assume, is uh, the 2017 recap of the year. Yes. <laughs> of the year. But Carolyn. Yes. Let's start with you. You have notes about this 2017. My 2017, for some reason, is very blurry. It's really? very buzzy. I don't remember what happened. Maybe with this recap, you can help me out. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on the Facebook, if you're on the live stream, if you're watching here, let us know if you remember anything out of 2017. And if you have anything you want to say was a was a monumental achievement. I don't know. What do you want them to do, Carolyn? <laughs> if you have any comments about 2017, anything memorable, like your what was your favorite film, what was your favorite song, yeah, that type of fun stuff. Yeah. Any memories of 2017 or anything that you're like, please go away, yeah. I never come back, you know, any any of that stuff. But um, what? So how? Yeah. So how did? Let us know anything, anything from 2017 that you know that engaged with you. Yes. So let's go with your notes. What do you got? I mean, I just took a quick look at our Curl Studio blog, and I do every year write a year in review recap. And this year, I don't know if I'm actually going to get to it because we only have a couple more days left. And I'd honestly rather spend the weekend doing other things than write a blog. But um, I guess verbally, I can go over some stuff that I thought was really cool that we did this year. Um, For one thing, how many days do you think you spent behind a table at a convention this year? Me? Yes. Us as Curl Studio. I don't know. (laughs) Because I do total it up every year i don't think we've hit the record for this year but what do you how many days do you think you spent behind the table this year 20 you know what you're exactly right all right ding 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 ding. did you count no i'm actually like that's awesome joe you you're precog because we were on tour we um we did the washington wizards collecticon we did mocha which i didn't even think i was going to get into mocha but we got in so that's awesome. And that's in New York. We did Kids Con. We did Comics at McKay twice. We did Free Comic Book Day. We did Awesome Con, Small Press Expo, Baltimore, 
New York Comic Con and Cartoonist Draw Blood. I did count that, even though it's not necessarily a convention. But oh, but yeah, that's and some of these conventions are even four days. Some are three days. Some are two days, and some are single day conventions. But if you total all, total it all up, it's twenty days behind the table. And you know what's crazy? It's like how many weekends are there? These all mostly all happen on weekends. Yeah. And so that's a lot of weekend time spent behind the table. And and that it led me to think like I do love going to conventions and meeting people in person. I think I get better connection there than on the internet even. And you know, it's always good to get that FaceTime with people and have people look at your work. But the flip side of it honestly is that you're not like as a also I work full time and working full time and doing the comics on the side and you're spending your full weekends like you know doing the conventions and then you're going straight back to work on Monday morning so it's kind of rough on yourself because you don't get a recharge and then on top of it if you're working on a comic book when are you gonna have time to work on it yeah so there's that and there's a disadvantage to that and I'm beginning to see that but there's also positive of, you know, meeting those fans and getting out there, meeting other creators, being in that culture. And there's a whole culture to like being behind the table. And if you're interested also in any of that material, we do have every year we put on a panel that's called the other side of the table. And so we do have some of those videos up from New York Comic Con previous years. And we do have awesome con panels from that too. So if you ever are interested in that stuff, um, I guess Google it and you'll find it on YouTube. And also on our podcast, we have posted the audio from it. But yeah, I think that that's like, I think it's kind of crazy, honestly, like 20 days behind the table. And I've been trying to cut back on the comic conventions in that sense because of all the reasons I stated. But but that's like, I feel like that's still something to be celebrated. Yeah, I think so. It's monumental. And then I have also participated in um, National Archives Sleepover, which I did not count. But, you know, that does take another day out of the equation. Yeah. But I did enjoy doing that and drawing with the kids, learning about history and all that fun stuff over there. And um, I also did make an appearance at a school earlier this year also. And, you know, again, that's another day. But it was cool, again, being with the kids, lots of fun stuff. And we did do a school appearance last year as well. Um, But also some other cool things that we did is um, every year we do the Cartoonist Draw Blood, which is American Red Cross Blood Drive. And this year we added an anthology to the mix. So we actually created our own comic book with everyone that's involved in Cartoonist Draw Blood. And we had that out for Halloween and it was called Trick or Treat. And we premiered it at SPX. And I felt like that was pretty successful. And that was really cool. And, And it's been the fifth year that we've done the Blood Drive. That's pretty amazing. So that's monumental. And one cool thing that I made this year was an enamel pin. I know that they're very, like, trendy and such, but I made a really cool one that came out really... It's it's seriously beautiful. Like, I think it's one of the... <laughs> it I, is, I it do is think pretty it's, beautiful. I mean, I, I, I took the pr- uh, promotional photos, the product photos of that, and they look pretty stunning. Yeah, for those of you that aren't familiar, I have a comic strip called Curls, and we have a character called Toast of the Town, and it's a piece of toast, he has a jelly smile, and his eyes are like two holes popped out of the toast. You know, and most likely for the hell of it, and just to get that the the enamel pin over even more, I'm going to use that as the image for the, for this uh, for this podcast episode. Cool, that's awesome. But I'm like really proud of that pin because I mean I know that, like I said, it's very trendy, especially at shows like SPX and such, and it was very like I've always wanted to do an enamel pin. And I wanted to make sure it was done right. 
And I did a lot of research going into it to figure out like how I'm gonna make it, all those details. And it's cool because also Toast's smile is like a jelly smile and has sparkles in it. It's so beautiful. It is pretty beautiful. And the, the way that the pins are made, they even have like a backing stamp that says curls on the back of it just to like identify the brand and just a beautiful piece of art. And the backing card that I made for uh, the Toast pin is like Toast popping out of the toaster. It would be cool like one day in the future if you can have like Toast cufflinks. That would be cool. That would be pretty rad. I mean, it would be the same type of material probably. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But um, yeah, like I, I, I think that out of you know many things that I've made, it's 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 almost like jewelry. It's it's a really well done piece of art that you can wear, and I'm very proud of that. So I'm I I list that in a positive of my 2017 was creating that. And also, if you are interested in buying some, we still have some available. Um, if you go to the web store, it's www.carolynbalewski.com slash store. And you can check them out there. And they are $10. And um, let's see. Well, you know, I, I mean, that those I think are the main, main highlights. I mean, we've obviously been working on stuff like all year long. Like Joe and I are the type of people that we're not going to quit you know might need to take a little bit time away like for example we took a little time away um on the podcast but we came back with podsember so you're still getting you know 31 days of podcasting right now so we'll always be around we'll always be making stuff i don't think we're ever going to retire in that sense um but and we're we have our hands in like lots of cool stuff going on so we have you know we have podcasting we have the comics joe does films you know i have cartoons we're always working on fun stuff. We're always taking cool photos. We're always seeing the world the way we see the world. And that's really unique. And plus, we have our own interests, like such as yesterday's podcast was all about the wrestling show that we went to. There's lots of other things that we're interested in talking about, like nature, science, and a whole bunch of really cool things. So I feel like all of that encompasses the Carolyn and Joe show and this podcast and being able to, you know, we're, I'm assuming we're doing tomorrow's episode. And once we hit tomorrow's episode, that also is a landmark goal too, showing that we did a project for 31 days, a whole month full of podcasting and we created Podsember. Yeah. One more day to go. Yeah. That's, Let's see if we'll make it. And that's amazing too. And also Joe, we can't discredit both of us participated this year in Inktober Absolutely, yeah. And I'm very proud about that. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know about Inktober, it's drawing an illustration every day, the month of October, in ink. So, or I guess it doesn't have to be necessarily ink, but, you know, we drew an illustration every day in October, and that's... Yeah, it does have to be ink. I mean, I guess... Um, I it's don't know. October, somebody, right? I guess somebody <laughs> can do whatever. You know what I mean? You no, can, there's it's the, supposed to be <laughs> Okay, it's well, it's inked. Ink. It's inked. And um, my theme was Turtles. And Joe's theme was Alfred Hitchcock. And so we we completed that. And that's, you know, if you think about it, we did two full month-long projects. I, I am actually super proud. And I'm not very proud, proud type person. But I never thought I could pull that off, especially with, like, my schedule in mm-hmm. that. But exactly. I, I actually made it. Me, like, I really enjoyed the fact of doing Inktober, like, in different places in the, like, wherever I was filming. I brought that on a plane, you know? Yeah. I brought that. I brought that to Whole Foods. I brought that sketchbook pretty much wherever I could go, and it wasn't just like, like the Inktober for me wasn't just 
ink. It wasn't like, oh, pencil and ink. It was my direct to ink. Direct to ink. And th- that to me, direct to ink was something I started over over a year ago at this point. And that's I'll no that. pencils, no guidelines. No nothing. Straight Just ink. Straight ink. You know, yeah, sometimes there'll be references, but that doesn't make, actually having a reference doesn't make it easier. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Like <laughs> that actually puts more pressure because if you're just a free form ink and you have no guidelines or anything, or you have like nothing, you know, you have, that's, it's cool because you have, you're like, oh, I'm just flowing and being fun. But if you have like, oh, I'm trying to capture this likeness with a direct ink, that is extru- a lot of pressure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you really can't mess up at all. And this was my first Inktober. I know. Didn't you participate last year? I believe no, so. No, this is my first Oh, one. really? Uh-huh. Okay. So this is both of our first Inktobers, but I know you've been doing direct ink for a year or so now. Yeah, I started I started direct ink, um, I think, October 2015. Okay. Not 15. 16. Okay. I did that so around, around that time. But I, oh, I think, but what? No, wait. I think it was near my birthday, so around November. Cause so I have, you've been I doing, have you've been pretty much doing an ink drawing for a day, every, almost daily. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, give or take a few days daily. But you've also made up for the days that you miss, so yeah. you've technically kind of been doing it daily. Yeah, it's. It, yeah. I, I would say it's. I'd say it's daily to some to some degree. But you've got to be a little bit lenient with our schedules, uh, guys, because also you know, like for example, the reason why I was holding back on Inktober until this year was, you know, we do do New York do do. I said do do. We do do New York Comic Con, which is a four day show, but it takes a lot out of you. And when you're act- when you're at the show and like commuting see, there I was and setting doing, up your table and stuff you know but I, you were doing I did it then. The, i did the inktober on, on that time for me too. it takes a lot out of me because you're trying to engage with people and be like working the show and then you know you see what i mean if like let's say you miss a few days i feel like it's okay to make it up like no one's you're your own boss when it comes to that you know so it's and you're also working on top of it so it's for me i'll just be straight up october is the hardest month for me it's been like that for probably over a decade a little bit over a decade October is jam-packed for me. It's very, very hard for me to to do almost any anything personal at that point. Like I, I feel for me, like I'm the I'm the same way. But there's this part of me in my head with this Inktober part, where I knew if I can just do 20, 20 minutes, if I can just get it down to twenty minutes, doing something like that from top to bottom, twenty yeah. minutes, and I I can pull it off because like again, um. You know the direct ink. You know a lot of times what takes a lot of time with producing any any illustration is the pre planning, right? Mm-hmm. Is the is the penciling and the erasing and getting it done. Once I once I've completely just you know when you omit that when you just take that out of the equation, really it's just the amount of time the ink goes to paper. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you, so you like I really just literally erased half of the half of the production time just by just going direct inspiration. And then just go right to ink. None of the like, it's like you really just have to be sure about it. There's no command Z. There's, there is zero. I mean, they're all there's cover ups. I can probably do a cover up, but like after a while, you know, I'm, I'll admit when I first started the direct to ink, like they 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 sucked, man. They really sucked. You, I, but they suck. It, you so. can see the progress that you've done. No, yeah, it's I can. I I personally, phenomenal. I personally feel it. Like I feel like there's a. I didn't. I, like I did a direct ink today of Cooney for his, uh, for his on his gift wrapping, and like, that wasn't something where I was like, okay, I'll, 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 I was planning on doing. It. it was something where like, well, I have this, 
now I see like a blank piece of paper and I'm like, well, I obviously could just write to Cooney, but I'm like, why am I going to do that? Let me just do a direct ink. <laughs> Let me just do this whole illustration right here. I and know it it's only going to take personal that much. and special. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nice. But I, I feel like at, you know, at the beginning, it was it was it was painful so bad. You know, I mean, I there's so a certain mad. amount of confidence you need to get at I that was, level. I was really, really, I was just really hating it. I was like, God, this sucks. This sucks so bad. This sucks so bad. Like it really just sucks so bad. I just like I was like, I gotta just do it every day. But there there will be a time where I'd have this one success, and I'm like, okay, there's something. It looks it looks like a drawing. Remember, I used to say like, I was like, I'm happy enough if it looks like a human right now. <laughs> if it looks like a look, if it looks like an anatomically correct human, it's I'm fine with that. Yeah. But now, like, it feels it feels good. But now I also like it's it's like a, a muscle where if I don't do it for like three days, I gotta get it. I gotta get it back. Yeah. So between Inktober and Podcember, right there, that's sixty two days of doing a project. Yeah. On top of everything else that we're doing, like that's pretty amazing. So in a way, you know, you, you do gotta clap your clap your hands and pat your back because even though we're clap not clap your hands, pat, pat your, your back, back. Boop, 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 boop. but like you know, we're not like necessarily type of like braggy in that sense. But you know, like I feel like it's good to acknowledge it at the end of the year and be like, wow, looking at these numbers and these statistics, it's like we've been productive. You know, and then you also do need that recharge time. It's very hard for me to relax at that point because I am always like I always feel like I need to produce something. Like I, I can hardly relax. Like I I can't I, I just it's part of my body. I'm trying and I'm trying to actually learn how to relax. Well, part of me, like I don't I don't have a problem with the re- relax part, but I have the I have a problem with the um I feel like I still have more to give. Mm-hmm. You know, even like when I was, you know, when you're part of a band and like the band is not making music for a certain amount of time, I still find myself making like I'm like I have a guitar in every room. It's like, well, if you guys don't want to play right now, then I still need to play. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's you got to do something for yourself. It's 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 not even just for myself. It's I I, I just feel like personally I have so much to give. Mm-hmm. You know, I just have this musical energy that I need to 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 extort. I I have this filmmaking energy. I have this. I mean, now I get this, this because I I really missed drawing, and I get so inspired with the with the Fabio Moons or Fabio Fabio, whatever you want to say, or the Paul Popes, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and the the David Laphams and the and the all, all those guys. And when I see them, when I see them cut loose, and the Frank Miller, all that, when I see them draw, and then just my head, I'm just like, I want to freaking do that, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I I feel and that's just like that's still part of me, and like I have that energy, and I don't want to ever like lose. Uh, lose that chase and the cool thing about it too is you can look back like you're saying how your initial ones you thought sucked but there was a success but now you when i drew that when i drew one good success like i just i had to keep going until i had at least until i was like happy i was like okay that was a fluent line that's a success and then what started happening was in everything that i made i had to keep going until i had a success Mm-hmm. in some way or form but i'm just saying like i can see progression and you've gotten better and that just also shows you you strengthening your muscles every day it's like working out it's just like going to the gym yeah and hopefully in 2018 i'll stretch those filmmaking muscles even more exactly 
So we have something to look forward to. So now let's talk, uh, enough talk about us now. Let's just, uh, I guess, get into the whole year of 2017. Um, I wrote down a little list, too. I mean, I feel like for movie, we already decided it's Shape of Water. Yeah. Is our movie well, I guess that, yeah, that was my favorite one of the year, yeah. So uh, I guess we'll agree on that. I mean, there's a, there a lot of great movies, though. I mean, Baby Driver was a big fan of. I mm-hmm. mean, Dunkirk was great. Um, uh, Wonder Woman was a, great, was a great movie. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, another great movie. A lot of, so- I would say, solid year for movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, Big Love was Big Love was a great movie. Big, big, lo- big a, Sick? Big Sick, yeah. Big Sick was a good movie. Uh, we Big got, Love, isn't that that series about po- uh, po- polygamy or whatever? I don't know. Or, it's I don't like know. some guy that has like a million wives. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> he's like Mormon. Or, I don't. Yeah, like or, I guess are, not Mormon, but those the other are, one. Those are fun movies. We saw Crashing this year. You know, Crashing was a pretty good TV show. Yeah. Also, we uh, 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 what's it called? Principles. This uh, Vice Principles. Vice Principles is like one of the most insane shows I've ever seen at this point. Mm-hmm. Gabby, we're going to burn this place to the ground. <laughs> I was like, damn. I, I watched all of Game of Thrones, and I was peer all pressured of, into it. All of Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones happened this year, but it's crazy how it, once the show's done, it dies down, though. It does you know? die down, and yeah, it, show, it will come back. But it shows the spectrum of a year. When yes. you remember like, oh, uh, when you remember Game of Thrones was so big, and it was on SNL, and it was on Jimmy Fallon, and all that stuff, but then it dies down. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's crazy. It shows how, how long a year actually is. To me, it is. It does show how everything has a cycle, like even and, and for me, it's hard because once you hit you you hit it big, and then it's like you have that time period where you're big, but then it goes away. Because this was everything awesome. washes away. This is also the year. I mean, we we're big into Nashville. Nashville returned. That was mm-hmm. that was fun. But also a show that should have should have done better. Sun Records. I'm a big fan. I was oh, a big man. fan of Sun Records. On CMT, on yeah. On CMT. I, if anyone's listening from CMT, man, you got to reunite all those guys to make the million dollar quartet. Yeah. So That's I mean, what I was waiting for. Tell people what Sun Records was real quick, though, because I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that era. Well, Sun Records is an actual recording studio in Memphis. You can actually still visit it right now. And it's where Elvis was discovered and Johnny Cash and Jerry Lee Lewis all hung out. And uh, I guess Carl Perkins also was part of that million dollar quartet. And that's where the guy's name is Sam Phillips, and he created the recording studio. I think it was like mostly to do like little ads and jingles at first, but then he discovered the talent that was near the area. And uh, I mean, obviously Elvis says it all and took the world by storm. I just thought it was such a, it was such a great idea because it really reminded me also of of how important like inner ear studios is in dc but it's like sun rec for with the hardcore scene but mm-hmm. sun records for like the the country rock and roll um blues era because you mm-hmm. know howlin wolf came through there which you know would have been great if they got to that point but i thought it, it, that show was so cool because you had so many of these great legends like john johnny catch and all all those guys were there mm-hmm. and you just this is your chance to see them and the elvis that dude who played elvis in sun records was the best damn elvis i've ever seen yeah the young elvis too and imagine like just he like was just coming in there to like record a little song for his mom's present like i don't know if it was her birthday or christmas or you know i guess her birthday or something he just wanted to go in and record and he got discovered so, i mean I, I wish that show continued i don't know what happened to it but like i mean i feel like i don't know the details but maybe maybe not enough people were probably. watching it's also i CMT. didn't hear i did not hear any you know word on the street about it yeah and also i feel like music 
uh, these days is going, um, I don't want to say it's going away because it's not going away, but vinyl didn't do very well and uh, roadies didn't do very well. Maybe people just aren't into that type of rock and roll music right now. It's it's going to be one of those, it's going to be one of those shows, I bet maybe in two years, people are going to, it's going to come back, not come back, but like they're going to look at those shows and be like, oh, I wish it was. If they made that now, you know. I know a lot of people that did enjoy vinyl and it got taken away. Roadies I didn't hear too much about, but I did like Machine Gun Kelly and Roadies. It was a real, I, looking back, that was a fun show. Um, and it felt very human and very emotional with the connections of the people who were working on the crew. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good TV out there right now. And it's almost like too much to watch at this point. But I, I catch it when I can. Um, all right. Moving on. Um Let's see. I just wrote some crazy things. Like, list some things you discovered in 2017. Like, what do you have anything that you got introduced to this year or that you discovered on your own that you're really into? That's a tough one. Because I'd have to remember 2017 a lot more. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, (laughs) anything new that I got into. I don't know. Like, I mean, of course, the the Inktober stuff, all that stuff Mm -hmm. was really great. I I got into a lot more artists. Uh, I try to change my Instagram instead of just like, oh, there's, I guess, you know, because I'm a photographer, you, you attach yourself to photography and then go, then you attach it to models. But now I've, I've taken, I've sort of weeded that out and I've now have, it's more artists, like, you know, like comic artists or photographer stuff mm-hmm. or, or filmmaking centric. So it's like my Instagram has changed to something more inspiring. Yes. Because after a while, when you just see a whole bunch of hot girls or a whole bunch of stuff like that, you start to realize it means nothing. <laughs> you know, and they may they may put like their little poetry or there's something underneath it, but then if you take that away, you're like, well, it's still just a picture of your ass. It's yeah. still just After you. you see it's still it, just oh, you yeah. with like your mouth half open, grabbing your face, and you're like, well, what else is that? And actually, to tell you the truth, once you see one, that's done. You know what I mean? That's I don't know. Some guys might disagree with you. They're like, I can see the all. Yeah, well, they're. I mean, it's all the, coming to me. I don't even have to work for it. Well, I don't have that limited type of mindset. But but to me as a creator and also like a photographer, a creator or a content, whatever creator or anything like that, I'm at that point where like, okay, I've seen that image. You know, if I, if I was like, if I was on ma- a magazine editorial and I saw that, I was like, cool, okay, I saw it. And then you start realizing, oh, 50 of these other girls doing the same stuff or these photographers doing the same stuff, the same like same type of lighting, same type of... You really do strive for something new and more organic. Definitely. And that's what I've been searching. So did you have a favorite meal that you ate this year? Tacos. Oh, that's a good reminder. I need to go back into my my taco... Like I did last year, I did a... The tacos of the year yeah, photos? I did, yeah, I need to go in my collage. I don't know if I had it as much. Maybe I did, but I need to do another taco collage and have that ready. And have that ready to roll. Yeah, I got dig into. I got dig deep for that. So, one. was there a specific taco that you had that a specific flavor, or they're, they're just Bom- all they're just all good? I mean, Taco I mean, Bamba. All good. I mean, Taco Bamba has been like this this strong strong presence in my life in the past several years. I always I always thank Jesse Campbell for that since she introduced me to that. That will never go away. But like they opened the third uh, a third Taco Bamba in Springfield, Virginia. Mm. I, I guess still haven't I, been to that one. I guess yet. this year they also opened the Vienna one too, didn't they? Was that this year? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Maybe early on in the year. But also, so they had those, and they all, they're all so delicious. I remember like they had the Foo Fighter one was in Springfield. They had the Bullfight one that was in the Vienna. So many the the 
the pork and beans one in Vienna. Mm-hmm. There's so there's so many great tacos. Mm-hmm. You know what I like that um, squash. What's the one squash? Oh my squash. Oh my oh my squash yeah. or something. Yeah, that was good. That's in Vienna. I still haven't been to the Springfield one. I'd like to stop by one of these days. We'll go. We'll go tomorrow. Maybe we will we'll finish the year off in Taco Bamba. How about that? So uh, for me, my best meal, even though Taco Bamba is pretty rad, my best be- meal I had was at New York this year during New York Comic Con. I found this restaurant that I-, I was in the in the mood for some squid pasta, which actually I had twice this year in New York because I went up during Mocha, and I had some squid pasta, and then I had it also when I was in New York. So it's like pasta that's made from the ink of the squid. So it's black. Ha. Huh. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. And um yeah, I can't remember the name of the first restaurant I went to when during Mocha, but back in October um I have it right up here. It's called Tractora, Tractora Tricolory. Yeah. And it's right um near where the uh, waitress playing waitress on broadway it's like right so theater there. theater row i don't know if it's the theater row but wh- wherever wait- waitress is playing it's right near there yeah um and uh that was a very good meal and it was like i think around 21 dollars, which is more than i'd pay or 20 20 to 24 dollars. i can't remember but it's more than i'd pay in a typical meal but for being in new york and actually a dinner like it's pretty tasty and really awesome very good so that is my best meal of 2017 awesome i mean it's pretty delicious i think i had some and i was like really that's so delicious because there's like a little bit of it's almost like pasta with a with a with a like a like a a sea taste and there was seafood like with it too yeah so it was like a seafood pasta that's delicious Yes. Now, do you have a memorable song of 2017? Memorable song of 2017. Hmm. Any songs well, stick in your head? I guess I got a recap of what what came out in 2017. Did the Chili Peppers come out in 2017? I think that was more last year. Seven, but... Probably 16? Yeah, that's probably true. Probably came out in the summer. But if of you were listening to it in 2017, I guess it could count. I get. I don't, I don't know how like strict we have to be of like I, when did this come out? I mean, I guess the maybe the you could Green Day album came out this year too. But you could Revolution what, or Revolution Radio came out. Back to our question about discovering stuff, even this year, you could discover something music that was made in the forties. That's true. And be like, yo, this is my song of two thousand seventeen. You know, you can be crazy like that. It doesn't have to be so specific to fit in the box of 2017 well, do, do you remember me listening to something a lot <laughs> trying to because the stuff like goes really doesn't go fast but like I, I always i think earlier in the year it would have been ladies and gentlemen norma norma no it's Nora not, Jones. not how it is isn't that Nora ladies Jones. and gentlemen Nora jones i was listening to a long time i was listening to the Nora jones and the uh, billy joe armstrong duet i thought that was pretty good I feel like it's worth Googling like top songs of 2017 just to see if I even recognize any of them. But I know I was listening to I was listening to a whole bunch of a whole bunch of stuff. I had to have been. That stuff is always always stuck clear with me. And always like I was list, I was always like I think there was a time I was listening to a lot of Nine Inch Nails, mm-hmm. a lot of like the the like Trent Reznor because I think they just came out they just came out with an EP and I was listening to a lot of that. Trent Reznor stuff I listened to a whole bunch. 
um because they got that driving base and the the digitalness and i was into that the synth dirty synth dirty ground grinding synth i also think i was listening to a bunch of stone Temple pilots earlier in the year too hmm stp yeah. i remember you did watch listen to them I feel like on the radio that Ed Sheeran guy is like on all the freaking time. I don't even know what song's that. Um, he sings like that one that wedding song that's like a panty melter that like all those people play during open mic. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what other. But what I just the songs? feel like I feel like he's on the radio a lot. Because I've been listening to uh, the Shape of Water soundtrack in the past couple past couple months. Um. I had to been I had to have been rocking out to something. I remember when I drove down to Charlottesville, I was listening to Nine Inch Nails. I guess I was listening to Nine Inch Nails a whole bunch of t- a whole bunch of times. Really, mm-hmm. that might have been like a Nine Inch Nails year, and I didn't know it or not. Or it must have been like a Trent Reznor year, and I didn't know it, know it or not because he has a lot of like. And it's just <laughs> that has like a good driving beat to it. I'm trying to remember what albums I bought this year. Because I know Eminem came out with a new album, but I didn't buy it. I, didn't, I haven't bought it yet. Yeah, I don't know the specifics of what's current right now. But, okay, so what is something that you wish would go away and never come back from 2017? Well, that would go away and never come back? Yes. Nazis. That's a good answer. <laughs> quite, quite simply, I wish Nazis would go away and never come back. Actually, anything involving that type of mental aesthetic that's negative and that's just that that's just not good, just mm-hmm. go away and never come back. How about that? And that was a national event and also, that, that you were actually there and also, on that day. And you not, were Consider it like you were in the heart of the action at Charlottesville, Virginia. That was probably the biggest news story of that actual day. That's true. And you were there. That's true. I don't really have good feelings towards that. And it might have been the I biggest list- story was, of that month. I was listening to Nine Inch Nails at that time. It too. was a big. It was a big uh, news headline that represented a big part of the culture for at least a a, cor- a big quarter of the year. I'd like I'd for say. I'd like for negative people to just go away and never come back. <laughs> that, that would be. It's real, funny how I wrote, really I wrote that question like, "What do you wish will go away and never come back?" <laughs> like, like you know, like like those, I literally wrote that. That's funny. You know, like those people that like you know shooting to crowds from a, from like a window oh, that was also I'll, sad. I'll, I would like for them to never come back i'd like for people to who'd go to a club and shoot people in a club because they're different i'd like for them to you know go away and never come back i would just like for people who aren't like i'll just or ideas and just things that motivate people to do bad things to go away and never come back that would be nice that sounds good that's 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 my thing you know yeah, I'm I'm down and with I'm that. And I'm not and I'm not always like, "Oh, love, oh, love, 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 love." No, you're definitely not like I'm, that. I'm not. I'm the complete opposite. You're like, of, "Hate, hate, 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 yeah. hate, hate, hate." Well, I like, hate everyone but love. Yeah. And that's but like to to me, it's there's a logic to it, too. Like you can still coexist together, but you don't have to go and like, "Oh, I'm going to try to run these people over because they because it's so pathetic." I just I, I've said it before. The worst thing you can probably be is pathetic. <laughs> it's like so pathetic to think of like, oh, I don't like these people protesting. I'm going to try to run them over with my car. But also, oh, man, like I hope that how, guy gets the chair. How damaged with the Las Vegas shooter? I don't want to keep talking about it. But like how damaged do you have to be to like shoot up a whole bunch of people from above at a concert? 
like you don't need, first of all they're like strangers right so it's like yo you're just shooting at people that who could agree with you on things you don't even know they're just having fun time at a concert like i just wish like whenever i just like what i really wish is that before a person pulls tries to pull something like that and this is for something for the future I wish something happened to that person that's like the Christmas story, that's like the Christmas carol, not the Christmas story, but the Christmas carol, where right before they decide to do such a heinous act, like something like something like triggers in their mind. Mm-hmm. Like they they have a flash and they get visited by three ghosts and they you know at the end they end up not doing it. That would be great. So we basically need some ghosts. I should make a film. I should make a film like that. It's like this it's like the Christmas carol, it. but it's like but it's like the person who's about to do a terrorist act. Oh my goodness! But then he all of a sudden starts, starts convulsing on the ground and and goes into the goes and has some sort of flash. So here here's another question for you regarding like I guess more of a clickbait type thing. What is the top article you regret reading this year? Something that you clicked on that you were like ah, I regret even seeing that. I mean I don't know if I like regret a lot of stuff but I can feel that's like a waste of time. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the ones are like the where are they now? <laughs> like So what you, did you, you click on? Like, I want to know. Like you you wouldn't you wouldn't believe uh, uh, uh it's either like you wouldn't believe how this Olympian uh, this Olympic gold medalist looks right now. You wouldn't believe how this TGIF uh actress looks right now. I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then you have to do next. And you have to do next. Yeah. I hate that to me once I see at that like at like probably like the first five, like I was like okay this is never ending. But then after that I was like, once I see that next button on the bottom of the page, I'm like mm-hmm. fuck this. <laughs> but what <laughs> what, what specific articles do you remember? Like you're on the page and then all of a sudden you're like, why did I go on the internet for? No, I like, didn't really, I didn't really have that. I just knew those those are the ones that I can tell you that I remember this article that I clicked on. It was like talking about some. I forget what country he's from, but I'm going to say, like, some place in South Africa, or not Africa, South America, but I'm making that up. But there's a guy that has, like, I'm making up the number, but he has, like, an 18-inch penis or something. How does he walk? I don't know, but it's really long. It's like I a hose. I don't, I, don't, I don't end up on those types of pages. Okay, it wasn't those a porn. Those are not the type of pages. It wasn't porn or anything. It was, like, the mirror or the sun. Yeah, I don't okay. really. Yeah, but still, like, <laughs> once I see, like, the headline, I'm like, well, that's not for me. Well, they, they actually blurred it out, but it was, like. Well, a, either way, it's not like, oh, could, oh, I need to okay, find out more. They had a picture of his pants, and it was, like, dangling on the side of one of the pants. <laughs> and I was, like, it was, like, almost down to his, like, knee. And I was, like, what is this? And I had to click on it because I was, like, wanting to look at that. <laughs> I admit it. I don't want to look at that. I didn't want to look at it, but I was, like, I was like one of those things That's that was so like, absurd that s- I was, like, I need to click it. It's funny because, like, it. you see, like, guys don't. I mean, I guess, I guess they did. Like you, you see, like, oh, check out this this girl who has like ginormous, d- the biggest boobs ever, King Kong boobs. <laughs> How can you walk like that? Yeah, that's like equivalent to that. <laughs> like seriously, th- but is the implants are real? They're not real, God, for Christ's sake. But also, like... How- no one will be cursed for that type of back pain forever. I don't understand. Like, I guess it looks good if she's lying on a bed or something. No, it doesn't it even never, look good there. It doesn't look good. <laughs> Boobs look good when they're proportional. But, like, but I, I always... I've seen Boobs a picture... Boobs look the best when they're just a tad bit... Uh, just a tad bit, like, above... You know, like, if it's like you can't... You can't go... Uh, they just... You know. You know when you see them. <laughs> but like I've seen pictures of the ladies with the huge ginormous like 
implants yeah like to the point where it's like a balloon or something yeah see see to me that, like i don't know how you get a bra for it first of all that to how me, do you walk that to me is equivalent to like the bearded lady that to me is equivalent <laughs> to like the merman it's like that's a sideshow yeah that's what that is check out check out the size the size z titties oh you know? god but that's, that's it but it's like I, I i don't know if that's like pleasurable to be like to be like, wow, those are great. Now I want to do her. You sort of don't want to do her. How would you see her face? You'd have. Well, I bet it'd be easy because they would just like, it, it would just like they would just flop over. She can like hold them under their under her arms and Ew. you'd be set. Ew. Yeah, I don't really want to see that. I like I like I like proportional dancer shape. So, but I guess like in the interview with the guy with the eighteen inch, like I guess his whole thing was like he wanted to go to like hollywood to be an actual porn star but my question is is this, if it's dangling like that when it's like erect like how big is it there i don't know and then also I'm, I'm like a, I'm assuming, how can you fit 18 inches i don't know how that I'm, works i'm assuming the moment that guy is erect that he's going to go into cardiac arrest because all of his blood is going to be gone out of his body that's 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 the only thing i can think the thing i'm like okay so if, the, if, it, if he gets hard then sort of it's done that's like life threatening at that point. <laughs> I have no idea. I feel like that's like a sword coming at you. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, whoa! Like I and I don't and they like they blurred it out like the flesh of it, you know. Like, but then even just seeing it in the pants, it looked like something's like it's almost like a joke or something. It is a joke. But he was like saying that it's I a guess curse. I guess he yeah it's like that's a curse. He's like I want to have the biggest ever, and then it's like it's oh. like that's all you can do because you obviously can't get in a fight because that's like an easy attack. It's like oh look that guy has a, a long ass penis, just attack that. But also I guess um, I think stick a sword into that. I didn't really read the full article because I was just like oh, I need to get off this page, but why did I click on it? But I'm like but I want to know. But anyway like. Um, I guess he like was having trouble even like keeping jobs and like maybe it was like a hindrance to him. I don't know. Oh, good for him. Let's move on from that. <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm saying. I like regret clicking on that. Um, okay. Well, any other takeaways from the year? Like any other discoveries that you came about in 2017? Any takeaways or discoveries? Yeah. yeah UFOs are real. <laughs> like the overall recap of the year like so, what is something that when you think back you're like oh that marks 2017 uh, like a, per- a fidget spinner <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what, i don't, what, I don't understand the be, appeal of it i think those are on their way out what sucks about 2017 i have other reasons to know that 2017 is great and maybe we'll talk about that later in the future we have one more episode before pod summer is over but people are just going to look at 2017, and they're going to look at that, of course, as the the strong political year. And I, would and like, I think last year was even more because that the election results actually came in. Sure, but now we're like we're you know now we're in the heat we're, of it. we're like in the apocalypse zone. Uh, but I, I mean, it sucks. It sucks. But like to me, I'm not going to think about this year like that. I'm going to think about other stuff because yeah. I got I got my own life to live. <laughs> That's <laughs> I true. I don't want to be I don't want to be stuck in that. I got plenty of other things to, to think about. Yeah, that is true. And like, you know, I know a lot of people were disappointed in last year um, and I guess this year as well. And yes, there were some dark times, but there were also some really good times. So I feel like those need to be celebrated and not just stuck in the orb of bad times. You know, like there's a lot of good things that actually happened this year. So we need to focus on those things. I remember I remember, you know, Monday Mistress played a lot of great shows this Mm -hmm. year. 
played a lot of good times. You know, got to the finals of uh, the Battle of the Bands, and that was a great thing. Can never take away from that. And I record, al- I recorded an album in Inner Ear Studios. I always take away. I will not. Oh, that can never be. That can never be erased. You know what's what's been made can never be unmade. Mm-hmm. So that those are those are great times. And you went you, know? in, you went to the Rosebud Film Festival. Yeah, uh, Rosebud Film Festival also was uh, won an award. Uh, won the the local hero award at the DC Web Fest. You know, yeah, that's I, all I, really I, good I feel like things. I've built some new good new uh, good new relationships that will hopefully flourish now even the, into the future. You know, I, I I feel like this year I did I met a lot of great people. That I feel like we're now just getting started. So 2017, you know, we're now just getting started. Yes. And overall, I feel like the year did go by very quickly for me. Um, especially the last half of it. Like, like, I don't even know where November went, first of all. Like, all of a sudden, I was like, it's December. And all of a sudden, now I'm like, it's what? We only have, like, one day left? Yeah. It's, like, blowing my mind. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of... There's a lot of great stuff that happened in 2017, everybody. Look for it. <laughs> yes. Just look for it. There's a lot of great stuff. If you can get rid of all that bad stuff, you're you're there. You're at least stronger from, from what, what came before. And if you're listening to this show, you're alive. Yeah. So, so what, even what, just knowing that you're alive, I know it sounds silly, but it truthfully, like life is so precious and so fragile. And once you realize that, like you got it you got it going on right now so what what do we have to look forward to to tomorrow the last pod December episode what do you have in store for us carolyn okay so i figured for our last episode we got to start making predictions of what 2018 is going to bring so, so tomorrow's episodes pre- tomorrow's episodes predictions for 2018 predictions. okay and, and it could be anything could, even conspiracy theories i want to hear what your theories are so if you have any idea of what next year will bring please let us know Nostradamus, all you Nostradamus out there, let us know your predictions, because we want to know what you're thinking. We want to know what your mind's racing about. Well, there you go. Tune in tomorrow. Of course, this show is always brought to you by Straight Productions. Check them out at straightproductions.com. Check out my work, Joe Carabeo, joecarabeo.com, goastray.tumblr.com. Find me on social media, at astrayj, at Photography. Also, download the song, Run by Monday Mistress. That's right, MondayMistress.com, iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, wherever you find it. But MondayMistress.com is the best place to go to. What do you got, Carolyn? I have a website. It's www.carolynbalewski.com. And there's lots of comics, illustrations, designs up there for you to browse, my whole portfolio. Lots of fun stuff, visual to look at. And there's even that store, if you click the store link, you can find the toast enamel pin and a whole bunch of other cool comics that we made. Um, also, I'm on the socials. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Carolyn Belefsky. And of course, you can find the show at carolynandjoeshow.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, any other place you can find a podcast. We're probably there too. Just, 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 just do it. My name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. But first, be excellent to each other. You're bona fide.